Yo, 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 what is up? Welcome back to the Culture and Cannabis Podcast. I am one of your hosts, full-time Tony, here with the one and only. Should I give them your government name right not now? Not today, not today. <laughs> okay, not we're today. here with uh, the young, handsome, sleeveless. Sleeveless. Sunglass, chained up. Woo. No wrists. Look look at the, the no wrist. Pull, pull back to his camera, Rick. Look at, yeah, see, no wrist on. You got mm. the wrist. What's good? JC mm. Coates in the building. JC Coates. What's, what's good? What's good? What's good, Tony? What, what, what are we doing right now, bro? Yeah. Listen, we're on the podcast. We're, we're live on the podcast on Facebook. We're, we're live on the full-time Tony Instagram. Uh, Instagram. Come through. Come say what's good. My sleeves have left the building. They're completely off now. Like, I mean, JC just literally went to his closet yesterday. I just grabbed gri- a pair of scissors. And just cut them all. Yeah, you're right. He did tear them all off. What am I saying? Look at this arm. He didn't I mean, cut anything yeah. off. JC doesn't have time to cut things. He just tears things off. Just rip them off. You know what I mean? Come so on. let's talk about this current sweatshirt that you're wearing right now. Where did yeah. you buy that from? Um, I got this from H&M. H&M and Town Square. So on is Las that Vegas where Boulevard. you shop at, JC? We need to know. People need to know where is JC shopping you at know, right now. I, I've been known to shop at H&M. I, you know, from time to time. You know, they, they get the nice jeans that fit me and you know sometimes they have sleeveless sweatshirts see the only time i've ever been to h&m was with you okay and we bought these chains for my birthday and that's the only time i've ever been there honestly they just because you know why they don't really make a 2xl like they make the size 2xl but it's essentially a large yeah it's it's for it's for the you know the The slender man slender guy about my size yeah jc Uh, has to wear the just by the way this is a 2xl from h&m this is not a medium or a small he has to wear the biggest size possible because his arms won't fit um we usually have a guest on the Mm. podcast um, today's not one of those days, you know, mm-hmm. some, some days it's just like going on a date, you know, like yeah. whenever you go on a date yeah. and you're like super pumped, like, oh man, mm-hmm. I can't wait for the, like to meet this person and yeah. the, the, she's super cute or he's super cute, whichever way you, uh, go with that. And you're like, you get there and then like, you know, like five minutes before like, you get there early cause you don't want to be late. Mm-hmm. And then five minutes yeah. before the date's supposed to happen, they're like, yeah, I can't do it. Or they stand you up completely. They don't even yeah. hit you back. You, we got, yeah. we got set up today. Yeah. Well, you know, it happens. You know what I mean? And, uh, you're going to, you're going to win some, you're going to lose some on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we've been taking L, uh, W's for so long. I forgot mm. what it felt like to be stood up, to be honest with you. Yeah. I haven't been stood up on a date. I don't think my whole life either. Actually, maybe once, now that I think about it. I do remember one time in Reno, actually, <laughs> specifically a time. So, uh, was supposed to go out with this girl, who I thought was really cute at the mm-hmm. time. And um, I was supposed to meet her at this wine bar, because I was like the fucking only 19-year-old kid who was like, yeah, let's just go to this like cool wine bar. They never can card us, whatever. Cool. It snowed the day before. Okay. So, there was a little bit of snow on the ground. Definitely, you could easily get to this place. I roll up. Doesn't... She for, for, like totally forgot about the date. 30 minutes. Like, I'm out 15 minutes. I'm like, all right, I got to text her. So I text her. I'm like, yo, is everything good? She's like, oh, my gosh. I just can't get there. The car. But she forgot about the date. Bro. Oh, yeah, shut up. Got shut up. That was one time. It even happens to full-time Well, just, you just, know? just that one time. But I remember it till this day. I'll never mm. forget about. I'll forget about some of the whatever dates I had. I'll never forget about the date I got set up. Yeah, yeah. I'll never forget about this podcast either, just yeah. because we got set up. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say it's good for you. You know what I mean? It's. I it's, think it's good for your health. It's honestly, good for you. You know what just I mean? to get put in your place. Sometimes you just your head gets so big, your sleeves are falling yeah. off your t-shirt, and you, you know. got to get set up on a date. You know, it just toughens you up a little bit. We don't need any pansies on this squad. You know what I mean? 
I don't know if you can use that word anymore. Oh, is that word? Is that word? I don't know. I don't know. I just stay away from all the words for now on. I'm just not trying to get canceled. I'm not sure what that even means, but if anyone out there knows what the word pansy means, please reach out and let us know because I have no clue what the word was. It's probably a really derogatory word now that we're talking about it. I mean, just the way it sounds. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you were kind of acting like a pansy earlier, but I don't. You know, maybe 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 pansy's not the word. Maybe it's something pansy, else. I don't think pansy's the maybe, word. Maybe it's something else. I don't think pansy's the right word. Okay. We're gonna c- cancel pansy. Okay, it's canceled. over. Canceled. It's over. That word, if it's in your vocabulary, you're canceled. Oh man. It's a new world. It's a new world that we live in. Um so since we don't have a guest today, I mean it's kind of like an open show. Well, let, what do you want to talk okay, about? All right, let's talk about let's talk about what full-time Tony does for culture and cannabis. <laughs> this is like your favorite topic, right? What, what so, do I do for culture so, and I cannabis? I mean, well, here's, here's the thing. Like, so the other day you made an Instagram post. It was like, you know, one of your uh, your many Monday motivational mm. quotes. You know what I mean? Nice. I, think, I think it was like, uh, you know, big time plays for big time players, right? Yeah, you uh, big, big, big time, uh, big time players make big time plays in big time games. Yeah, and you know, that's a pretty good, pretty good quote you know and i don't i don't want to blow your head out of the water here but you know you're one of our big time players thank you. you know what i mean and when it when it's game time we need some of those big plays uh made and accomplished right so we can so we can continue to move the ball down the field and and you've been making some of those big plays right and i I appreciate that um you know there's a lot of interworkings day-to-day things that go go on with culture and cannabis and um you know you don't do a lot of all of it right and i try to do as much as the you know as much as i can of all the other stuff but when it comes to those big time those prime time like like it's the clutch shit I love, you know what i'm saying i just love like, the ball in my we, hands we, with three seconds to go you know you we got to plug you in you know what i'm saying so let's talk about like what, what 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 some of that stuff looks like you know what, what's what's one of the biggest plays that you made here in in you know in the last couple of weeks um in the last couple of weeks well i can't really talk too much about the deals that we're in but essentially with my role in culture and cannabis it's to ensure that the deals that culture and cannabis are making are strategically good deals to make long-term short-term money-wise um contracts are good and you know the the best way i like to describe it to people is that like um jc is a fisherman and jc is really good at fishing and jc can catch as many fish as jc wants but then jc brings me back all these fish and he's like all right i have all these fish but which one's a good one that we can turn into dinner so that we can like eat yeah and then i go all right that fish looks good that fish looks good that fish looks good i got some some peppers and some potatoes and some asparagus that i can you know throw it together with it a little bang bada boom and we both get to eat so let's talk all right so let's talk about that right and so I think that that's a beautiful analogy there. I think I think what I like to call it is extrapolating the value out of the deal, right? And so mm-hmm. so like I I get I guess you know if if we're gonna blow up your head, we can blow up. Blow my up, head. bro! I, 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 I could head I could be king of deal flow. I mean I don't I know. Would, I, I agree that you're the king of deal flow. I have mass 
major deals coming all the time. I can't get through them on my own. Tony helps me get through them. As as you see the deals that I bring to the table, um, you know, weekly, monthly basis. What what do you look for? How do you determine where the value is? How do you how do you extrapolate the value out of these different situations? What are you looking for? I I think the biggest thing that I look for is first is intention from the deal. Like what is the intention? What was the purpose? Why? this person came to JC or JC went to this person to construct this deal. Once you figure out the intention, then it's relatively simple, right? Mm -hmm. If it's a, a deal where it's like, you know, you buy X from us and we sell it to you and you want an avid agitation price, that's a pretty clear intention. But when you're creating strategic partnerships for the long term, intentions that are happening today will be completely different what what's happening from a year to three years to five years and i think i think jc can even see and i can see that from the deals that we've made from a year ago how different those deals are comparatively to the deals that we would have made back a year ago and yep. so i think the intention is number one and then number two is like what do both parties get out of the deal because at the yep. end of the day that's what I need to ensure it's like, um, because, because both parties are giving something up bingo. Right. And both parties are also receiving things a hundred percent. And so the biggest thing about when you want to make a deal is that is, uh, you got to use the F word, the F word. This is just something I stole from JC and that F word is called the, it's called fair, right? You just got to make sure everyone's happy with the deals that are being made. Because if you can make a fair deal from the jump, then no one ever feels like they got fucked over from the beginning. Cause it's, you know, you, I, I feel like this is a very, like some, it's happened to everybody in the sense of you agree to something that you're like, eh, about, but you do it because maybe you think it's going to get better later on. It's mm -hmm. never going to get better. Yeah. Like if you don't set your attentions from the beginning with deals about what you're looking out of the deal and like what you want from the deal, um, it's never going to happen retroactively. And I've been fucked many times at a very young age um, um, for a long time with that. Even like the Reno is fucked beer deal, right? Like yeah. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And I just thought, oh, like it will just sort itself out. And I yeah. had, you know, a partner who maybe thought that they could help me. And um, I think we both didn't know what we were doing. So I just kind of leaned on him and it didn't, it didn't happen the way it happened. And so because of that, I didn't really make the best licensing deal for the Reno is fuck brand. But from those experiences, I've been able to become less fucked. Yeah, because there's there's a process to these deals, right? And um and and now that we've we've been through so many of them, you you kind of see the process. Um, and they're all kind of the, the processes are the same. People are different, and the situations are different. Um, and and you know, in terms of extracting the value, those that could be different too. Um, but. You know, I could I could be losing my my train of thought here. No, it's okay. You are losing your train of thought. It's right. I know where you're going though. Get back to like what I'm looking for. So attention, fair, and at the end of the day, what like is this deal necessary, right? right. Because there's a lot of times people feel like they have to do a partnership or do something or set up this big agreement where maybe they don't have to set up that big agreement and they can just start way smaller and have it grow organically. So. Um, so yeah, and that was something that I actually learned from my sister who was like, at one point in time, she was like, why do you need a deal like this? Why don't you just do a deal like this? And then maybe I was like, oh fuck, 
you don't have to make things more complicated than they need to be. And mm -hmm. and one thing that I do know that if you are making a deal with a person who are trying to make it more complicated than it needs to be, run as fast as fucking possible because that person is trying to fuck you over. Yeah. No deal should be complicated. It should be very simple and the way that you make money should be simple and the way that they should make money should be simple or the value that should be received on both sides should be very simple and clear. If that is not clear cut, that is not a good deal. Yeah. And so that's what I look for, right? Because sometimes, you know, JC, JC is a nice guy. JC is a really nice guy. Mm. So JC gets sent some really shitty deals. And sometimes they, to JC, they're like on the surface level, it sounds like a great deal. Mm. And then me and JC get to dive in and like uncover underneath the hood what's actually happening. Mm. And then once that gets popped open, me and JC are like, whoa, 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 what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> what's going on behind the scenes here? And even, you know, in, even sometimes maybe you think, a deal is supposed to happen one way and then in the negotiations of that deal it goes a complete other way right yeah and that's and i think that's it's really important to stay open-minded in that in that frame and kind of like we're kind of like in a deal right now to where i'm struggling to see the value right but it's like i want to stay committed to the process of the deal and to flush the whole deal out just in case i don't miss the value right because through the process uh, doing the loi getting to the agreement and doing the, the negotiations some, sometimes it it takes going through all that process to really see where the value is to to make sure that the, that it is a good deal yeah and go you brought up a good point too like the like the process of doing a deal a lot of people don't understand yeah, so let's talk about that, that process and so you brought up a word called loi loi stands for letter of intent um this is a you, it, it needs to be a non-binding agreement that it's essentially like okay you me and jc we want to work together right okay cool well, it'll, it'll go like this let me let me back it up yeah. so so like we'll, we'll get a deal right somebody will call me usually if they call you you, you'll flush it out and yeah. if it seems good then you'll bring it to me or Bingo. vice versa right and then we'll have a meeting with the person together and they're like you know talk about what the opportunity here is we'll talk about what some of our value points are they'll talk about what some of our if we think that there might be something here then we got a deal right then it's time for the LOI. LOI. Yeah, there's a lot of lead up that goes before you go to LOI. But yeah, a lot of talk. Make sure everyone's on the same page. Make sure intentions are good. Make sure that what's it called. So you get to that point. And then so so then everyone's like, okay, let's we want to make a deal. Let's make a deal together. So then usually you don't have to do an LOI. If you feel very comfortable with these people, you can go straight into a contract. What I like about an LOI is that it's a, like in sense a working contract because you can say under this letter of intent, we could work under that saying, you know, if the deal is 50-50, this person gets 50%, this person gets 50%. Company A has to bring this to the table. Company bring, B has to bring well, this to the table. It's an opportunity for every both parties to get out what they want, what their intentions are, it's and what they think it's going to look the like. Main, and write it down on a piece of paper. Yeah, the main deal points, the overview of the scope, just the main things without all the legal jargon that has to get put in place for the contract. So once that LOI gets done, you everyone gets signed. Technically, you could start working with them. You could not. Some people do like are like down. Okay, great. Let's go for it. And then they figure out the contract as they're going. Or some people will um, say, "Otherwise, sounds good. Now let's move on to a contract." And that's when they'll add the legal jargon. And mm -hmm. depending on which way that goes, it, it's you know that can determine the deal. And then you know, let's say you get to the contract. That's the you know that's the most important part that's where literally you got to make sure you're you, you dot your i's and cross your t's um i highly recommend to anybody negotiating any deal to get some type of legal 
um, counsel, um, lawyers, while they can be expensive, will save you a ton of fucking money in the long run. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, just find somebody. Pay them 500 bucks, pay yeah. them $250 so, just to once it over, right? And, or and redline lo- it is what lo- they call it. Lawyers are, for the most part, good people. Like, there's some people that want to fuck you over, but um, you could go to pretty much any law firm with a business, but like, yo, dude, I don't have a ton of money. I got 150 bucks. You would you give me an hour every time just to look over this fucking document and make sure I'm not getting completely fucked? Mm-hmm. And most lawyers are going to probably say, yeah, dude, I got you. Or DM somebody on Instagram, bro. Like, mm-hmm. go on Instagram, DM a lawyer, like, hey, this is what's happening. Can I demo you 150 bucks, 200 bucks to look over this contract just to make sure I'm not going to get fucked? Yeah, because what happens is it's basically the LOI in in the contract, and 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 both parties usually understand that because it's within their scope of work. But what happens is the the contract becomes legal binding, and it has all that legal jargon at the bottom that most people don't really understand unless they're an attorney. So that's why it's important to to make sure that an attorney checks that out and makes sure that you have your ass covered. Yeah, and the other thing is. To- so like you have things like Rocket Lawyer or Legal Zoom or those stuff, which I think are fine for the most part. But what happens a lot is that d- different states have different laws, and that's what we've learned while while doing the Oklahoma deal, um, the California deal, and the other states that we've been looking into is that each of those states have different contract laws. Mm-hmm. So you got to play to those strengths and or weaknesses um luckily for us we've been able to strike deals that are based off nevada contract law mm-hmm. which has been nice and i would recommend that if you're producing a deal out in michigan and you live in california and you're more comfortable with the california laws or michigan laws vice versa to try to get underneath that st- um that uh that type of uh law whether you know if if, if anything went awry you would go to a court of law in Nevada, not mm-hmm. in a different place. And then just make sure you got that exit clause in there, right? Yeah. Don't um, ever get yourself too stuck into a deal. You know, yeah. Get, get I, a commitment, dude, but get, get an exit clause in there because you want to make it available for both parties to, to be able to walk away if at, at the, you know, in a couple of months you guys don't like each other. Happens all the time. All the time. Happens way too much, man, to get caught up into shitty deals. Don't get caught up in the shitty deals. But you know what the shitty part is? You have to do a couple shitty deals before you land the good ones. I wish, you know, I feel like, um, who says it? Someone, there's like a famous philosopher that says, you know, you can learn from other people's mistakes, which I agree with, right? But truly, you will not truly know what to do until it actually happens, right? Mm-hmm. And then you, once you get past that process, and then once you get past that process, it's just, you know, just a learning process. You just want to minimize the amount of money that you lose with those mistakes because... Mm-hmm. As the most of the world knows now, you know, the culture and cannabis team took a $30,000 hit at mm-hmm. the beginning of our 2020. 2020, like March, April, 30 grand, boom, which is, you know, a very essential part, you know, what money that's needed for the business, right? So, um, but the only way we were able to learn that was by going through that process. And now we know, and we'll never make that $30,000 mistake. And that $30,000 mistake didn't turn into a $300,000 or a $3 million mistake, which is what I'm appreciative for. And, um, you know, that's a, you know, most people's average college tuition is about 30 grand. So we're going through mm-hmm. the school of hard knocks yeah. with, uh, <laughs> with, with these cannabis deals, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a hard lesson. You know what I mean? Um, it hurt, bro, for a long time. And it's still going to hurt. But the thing is, it's just like we got to keep moving because mm-hmm. you can cry about losing the 30 grand or whatever. Cry about the bad deal. You could cry about it. But at the end of the day, you put yourself in that situation and you got to get yourself out. And 
Um, no, the worst part I think about, not the worst part, but the, like the funny part to me was, is that when I had told other people that I've been working with in the industry about it, they're like, well, is there like anything you can do about it? Like, can you sue them? And then we're like, yeah, we can, but it's going to cost us that amount of money if we have to ever go to like, um, court. Yeah. And then they're like, well, it sounds like you just made a deal in the cannabis industry. And so yeah. it's just like, you know, I feel like I've earned my stripes earn my stars and stripes yeah i mean it's rough out there in business you know what i mean and you, you know you got to be ready ready for ready for battle right and that, that, battle test that's you know i think we're battle tested. nevada battle born baby you know but yeah i think that was a dope little uh kind of dive in on on some of the agreements wow. and the, the process of of deal making that we do because that's a huge part of our business i mean like we're, we're literally looking at deals negotiating deals every Monday through Friday, every single day. Every day. Um, and and we, we're in the middle of several deals right now. Hopefully one lands, you know? Yeah. Um, I think one's going to. I think we have a couple big things in the work that will be really, really cool that I'm super pumped to talk about when it actually comes to fruition. Um, so, yeah. And I think that's going to be great. That would be the the young men that uh, were, might be coming to Nevada. Is that who you're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> The spaceman, the spaceman. Oh, yeah. spaceman might be coming. Yeah, there yes. might be a spaceman coming to the battle. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> well, I'll, that's quite the deal. That, that we, is a uh, hey, yeah, man. Yeah. You know, we're making deals, due process. You know, but um, I think uh, I think uh, our our friends in different the different state who want to come to Nevada want to be a part of uh, us telling Nevada yeah. when it happens. But we'll tell Nevada. So, Nevada, so, Nevada already knows. So what do, you, what do you think else is like, you know, interworkings in our, in our business that has some interesting nuances that, um, that we don't really get to talk about a lot? I mean, have you guys ever heard about seeded weed? <laughs> <laughs> so, so in Nevada, like, um, you know, brands. Just, just, just anywhere in the country. Yeah, growing, anywhere, anywhere in the country. Growing weed's an issue. Yeah, and it, well, it's, it's you it know. Can it's, it could You know, like you have the agricultural issues, right? And. And, um, you know, brands that work out of one cultivation, um, you know, they don't have perfect harvests every single time, right? It's and impossible. It's just impossible, right? And so, um, you know, you have to plan for that because all kinds of things happen, especially in Nevada. We have some of the highest testing uh, standards in the country, if not the highest standards. And that um, tests for, what is it, hundreds parts per million or per, so? Per billion. Per billion of uh, just just anything in the air can, can, can uh, you know, throw off your whole harvest and throw off your whole quarter quarterly sales report, man. Just to give people um, a perspective too, food by the FDA, FDA's parts per hundred or parts per thousand so that's yeah. the difference like we test on parts per billion mm -hmm. so you're talking like lots of zeros before you hit the one mm -hmm. while as food that you eat um is like zero zero one or zero 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 one so yeah so you could just be plugging along with your supply chain and what i mean by supply chain is just you know your supply of of products that you're you're selling and entering into the market and then all of a sudden you know you could test 300 pounds of your harvest could get uh you know fail for aspergillus or it could end up with seeds in it or um you know there could be gusts of wind that blow off the, the roof of your 
uh, greenhouse. Or a disgruntled employee whips out his dick and starts peeing all over the plants. Yeah, I mean, it's just, there's all kinds of That's things. That's never happened before, but I was just thinking about, like, the worst case scenario. <laughs> you just had to go there, didn't you? <laughs> I hope HR isn't watching. I hope CNC <laughs> HR is not watching, because that would be bad. They're going to give me a call after this and say, hey, can't, can't be saying that on the podcast. Just right. kidding. That's just Joy. Joy will call me and be like, huh, so funny. Yeah. So I'm just, that's another thing too, is like the corporate cannabis side. Mm -hmm. Like we are the least corporate company. JC's not wearing fucking sleeves right now. <laughs> I ripped him off. JC, yo, <laughs> this motherfucker, we had a semi serious meeting about one of the deals that we're working through today. Homeboy hops on this uh, Zoom and is sleeveless. And I'm not on the camera. I don't ever, I don't believe in being on those cameras. It's just like, it's just not for me. But JC's on that motherfucker. I'll do the, I'll do the video too. JC, yeah. yeah, JC does the video. And so, you know, I, it's really an old, older man thing. Like they're just like so okay with like being on camera. <laughs> I'm just like, what are you guys doing? And it's like me and pretty much everyone else on the, the that we're talking with is 35 plus, 40 plus. And all these guys were in suits and ties, and they look really nice. And I, I'm you can't see me, and JC's wearing a cut off uh, sweatshirt. So, yeah, yeah. And then we by design, by design. Yeah. And then we proceed to go to this event called Lexicon, which is a very business professional speaking event. Um, it's really aimed towards like marketing, branding, SEO, stuff of that nature, advertising. And, and I'm actually headlining on day two. JC's, JC's uh, headlining on day two with Brian Kip. Shout out Brian Kip. Brian Kip. Um, and Sofa, Sofa Key Media Group. Mm -hmm. um, JC walks into this building, we roll up, and I don't really know what to expect because, you know, I just wear black clothes all day long, black shirt, black jeans. So I pretty much just like fit any occasion because either I look like the help or I look like I fit in. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> so we roll in and everyone's in suits and ties. Everyone's dressed up. Everyone's looking nice. And this motherfucker's wearing <laughs> no sleeves. Yes. And I swear to you, I kid you not, at least 30 people was like oh guns are out huh <laughs> i was like jc they probably think you're a wwe wrestler here for entertainment bro I like mean, uh what's his name uh macho randy savage right, no what's his name randy savage yeah macho man randy savage oh yeah that guy right yeah i mean listen you know it about to do a fucking slim jim commercial you know if i can't build a business and wear fucking no sleeves whenever the heck i want then you know i might as well go back to working for somebody else right is that the analogy? I like, mean, listen, listen, you know, listen, if I can't <laughs> show off these fucking guns whenever I want, I'm not doing any then of I'll this. Just, I should just work at McDonald's then. <laughs> Fuck it. Catch me at McDonald's flipping burgers. Yeah. Listen, you know, when I design my life and when I design my business, just like the deals that I take and when I don't take, it's a mixture of, you know, doing God's work and, and strict profitability, right? And, um, you know, it has to be kind of in the middle, so I'm fulfilled in, in a certain way, right? And so profits, like, profits, and profits. You know, profits. it's not all about you know suits and button ups and you know the most amount of profits and all that stuff. But listen, if I can't dress the way I want, if I can't fucking show up in a Zoom the way I want, um, then then whose fucking company is it really? You know, 
Yeah, it's true. Okay. Listen, I wear the same thing every day. No one says anything to me. I'm wearing fucking sunglasses and a chain on this podcast. But I agree, you know? You should. And have you seen the guns lately? I mean, oh they're looking God. pretty good. They're oh, my God. Good. I can't wait until he tells people that he's actually a lizard person and that <laughs> he's genetically <laughs> modifying his body <laughs> to look like this. <laughs> JC actually came from another planet and is now here. And yeah. they, he doesn't know what to do with himself. <laughs> but he's he's like the worst alien because he can't see, hear, or remember. I can just so. But he can lift weight. motherfucking weights. That's for damn sure, dog. <laughs> and and he can show him what's good. Um, well, shit. Do you have anything else that's I, happening? Like, I, I, I guess we're doing a pop up tomorrow. We yeah, talk let's about that. we can do announcements and and then we can send it, man. What, what do we got going on tomorrow? We have a pop up over at. Canastars. Canastars. The brand new Canastars in downtown Las Vegas. The closest dispensary to downtown Las Vegas from 5 to 7 p.m. Glass Vegas is happening. If you're at Glass Vegas, come over. Come hang out. We're going to have free food, DJ. It's going to be us, Rove, and Panda Extracts. Panda Extracts. We're going to have a bunch of great people. This is a women-owned dispensary. It's super cool. Great vibes. It's beautiful on the inside. I'm really pumped about it. They have some of our culture and cannabis products. They are rocking and rolling. So, I mean, yeah, it's going to be fantastic. So, some, come check that out. Yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to send our events out in Oklahoma. Um, if we can get July approved. I think July's approved. I just got to follow up. Yeah. So, I mean, we could just talk about it right now if you want to. Unless you don't want to jinx it. No. Mike Jones. I, I think it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Mike. I talked to Mike Jones on the phone yesterday. Mike, very pumped about doing another show, getting back out. He was like, Tony, why aren't we doing Reno, bro? And I was like, listen, dog, like the restrictions here in Nevada doesn't make it really advantageous to be throwing events right now for small promoters, smaller event throwers like JC um, and myself. So... But we can't throw a banger in Oklahoma. Yes, we can. And I'm pumped because Oklahoma, man, I used to, I never hated Oklahoma. Let me just make the statement, Oklahoma. I never hated Oklahoma. I had a distraught view on Oklahoma because JC sent me and Chuck out there for 32 days and I got fucking COVID. So my time spent was in that a below average Airbnb that probably had asbestos. So I just, you know, my outlook on Oklahoma wasn't great. Fast forward, Oklahoma, my three, three trips ago, four trips ago, whenever the fuck you went, <laughs> phenomenal. Such a good time. The Loved people, it. people are amazing. The cannabis community in the, Oklahoma is thriving. I just—it's um, a special time. I just can't thank the Oklahoma people enough. There's just so, so many great people out in Oklahoma. Um, too many to mention, to be honest with you. But just really pumped about doing an event out there and seeing all those lovely, bright faces at the first ever Oklahoma Culture and Cannabis event. Yeah, it's gonna be sick. Where's it gonna be at? The first shop downtown. Tulsa, Oklahoma. This, that's a that's a super old old school Le shop. Legendary legendary bar. It's uh, three stories. It's got a huge balcony and a stage in the back. 
Um, it's the first shop. So I think it's been open for like 25 years downtown and, Las Vegas. And, or, uh, excuse me, Tulsa. And I fucking, bro, downtown Tulsa is my motherfucking shit. Me and, it me, is really nice. Me and Chuck have a rule that anytime that we're in Tulsa on a Friday night, Friday or Saturday, even a Thursday night, we're going out, bro. Yeah, and it has a rich culture too. Rich culture, stories uh, with, with the black community that, that rose up there so many years ago. Tol downtown Tulsa is a special place. It's, it's popping. And I'm excited to get that place jumping off. July 24th. More information will be coming out soon. Um, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Um, I think that's I think that's all we have coming up. We have anything else? Yep. The Hustler's going to drop in, looks like, 13 days. Oh, so was I right with my 36-day assessment? You, you're, you're close. 12 days ago? You're, yeah. You're, you're probably closer than I was. Yes! And we have it recorded. Hopefully, this is a clip. Hopefully, <laughs> he can, Rick can bring it back be like, hey... Anthony said 36 days, fast forward, 13 days later, boom, here we are. I meant, but but it has to be the um, SpongeBob. I know you don't watch SpongeBob. And he's like, in SpongeBob, Anthony has like a pretty notorious like B-roll clip that says like 10 minutes later. Or oh, like, 10 minutes. Or it's like yeah. 10,000 years later. Several moments yeah. earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. So hopefully that gets done in there. Jenny's back there watching, so hopefully. But, uh, I think that's a wrap. But yeah, I don't want it to end. Just kidding. Thank you guys so much for watching the Culture and Cannabis podcast and or listening to the Culture and Cannabis podcast. Uh, make sure to check out the Culture and Cannabis page. Oh, I forgot. Hold quickly. We're producing a fuck ton of dope ass media so much, right now. So, much. so many dope blogs. I mean, we just talked about the NFL. We're talking about why bags are good for uh, prepackaged flowers, good for the, the cannabis community. We're talking about so many different things right now. So go hop on the Culture and Cannabis LV, Culture and Cannabis lv.com page to check out all the dope media that we're doing hopefully we'll get the culture and cannabis.com page back jc did some boomer shit and lost yeah. it in the oblivion but we got uh super sonic uh chuck sakuso on the task so hopefully we'll get that back soon but um for the time being it's culture and cannabis lv.com bi-weekly articles hop on the email list know when our drops are know when our events are i mean you really want to get involved with the culture and cannabis page the culture and cannabis ig has been looking fucking phenomenal it's looking like a real media company and it's just so sick to see check it out check, check it out check it out all right that's the podcast we'll see you guys next week peace, peace.